All right, we're live. PKN episode 50. Almost a year. Almost a year. Two more shows to go. I have missed zero shows. <laughs> you have missed zero shows. Is that true? That's right. And Taylor the... has made two shows. I'm here. Now three. No, you're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> have we ever, like, is, is, we were just talking about this. We never missed a show, really? Because we, we, we never not did one. Um, I think there was a week where we didn't do PKA, and instead we did a PKN. Like, like twice, I feel like. I think, oh, oh, actually, twice we almost did that. Once we did it. Okay. I forget. Yeah, I, I, as far as I know, we haven't missed any of these. Because um, I, I know the feeling all along was, and we said it from the start, was that, like, we're getting paid to be here, so we'll be here no matter what. Yeah, I, I, with regards to the Patreon thing, and by the way, if you're on a Patreon member, thank you for being so sexy and supportive. Um, it's, uh, it's a thing. Like, we definitely missed a lot more shows when there was no one paying for it. Because, you know, it just seemed like, yeah, it's my prerogative to miss a show. Like, That's my hobby. I, I don't have time for it today. That's Exactly. You know. Yeah. And uh, it, it, also back to the YouTube thing. I wanted to do the bad memory commercial. Do you want to see ah, it? It's okay, so yeah, funny to me. All right. Um, I haven't linked it yet. Link incoming. <clears throat> Use my PKA big screen. Oh, hang on. My audio is coming out of my, uh, my monitor. Let me fix that real quick. Okay. Playback devices. Mic check, mic check. This is your mic um, check. I haven't changed anything yet. I'm looking for the correct device. But oh, there it is. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Uh, are you queued up at zero? I am. Ready, set, play. Charles, you got any advice for me on how to start the season off fresh? Well, you knew Foot Locker gear. That's a big part of it. Now you just need a short memory. Short memory? All the greats have short memories. So when you had a bad game, you just forgot about it? Never had a bad game. You don't remember they used to call you the round mound rebound? Mm -mm. Remember when you threw that guy through the window? I'm a pacifist. What about the time you Look, all I know is all the greats have short memories. Scotty Pippen knows. I sure do. And I'm the greatest Chicago Bull of all time. <laughs> and that's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. And somehow you're like, so when you keep scoring games, you like worms, right? We'll be yeah. like six games into it. I'm one and zero. Yeah, I just started counting. <laughs> I, it, I, I'm like, I'm like, I got the market board. I choose what you know the ones. I'm the scorekeeper. That's how I see it. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I've been having fun with the worms thing. A lot of people and the people enjoy the streams too. Yeah, I like the worms thing too. We should play a different game though. I, I'd like to play uh, maybe um, uh, what's the one where we're like stuck on your friends or whatever. Mount your friends. Mount your friends. Yeah, so yeah. Mount that, your friends would be fun. a good one. Um, then there's another that equip lash. So everybody remember, wants to play rocket jump or whatever the fuck that game is. Yeah, uh, I can't remember rocket theater something. I don't. I don't whatever. know. Whatever. Yeah, I, I you know this because I keep saying it, but Heather's brother made that game. Yes. Um, Heather of PKA Agent Fame um, still works at Woodycraft. Yeah, her brother owns a game development studio. I met him uh, at a wedding, and um, uh, he seemed like a really cool guy. Pretty, like he was making iPad games when I talked to him. And but like you hear iPad games and you think like small, but he was making like AAA iPad games and iPod sure. games and stuff like that. So it was pretty neat and to hear him talk about what they can do and what's cool. And, uh, it was yeah, it was neat. 
Yeah, the streams have been fun. Uh, I would, I would, I like Worms <laughs> a lot. I even got the Worms Xbox One game. I've been playing that a bit. Uh, so yeah, I'll play anything. Th- those have been fun. We were talking about the uh, the potential survival trip, 2015, earlier, and uh, uh, I didn't bring the subject up. I uh, I had made the decision that I would not bring it up, uh, but I, I think I think Chiz brought it up or Woody. I don't know which, but Chiz has really. Uh, taking it upon himself to be a driving force behind this thing, and so he's just like, "I'm not gonna put up with this pussy faggot ass shit." And I was like, <laughs> with those, you know, homophobic remarks, and he's like, "My it. virgin ears." And he went on about black people and the Jews and the, <laughs> how they control the news media, and it was. But anyway, Chiz wants us to do uh, a survival trip, and uh, I'm just too too manly, too goddamn uh, manly to say no i can't back down from that why would i can't he say like, if i don't do a survival trip i'm a wop but like yeah, yeah. why would Chiz? why would you say it, that it, it really doesn't make any sense <laughs> that's a, a slur against italians but in any case um i think we should do a survival trip i think we should invite joe you mentioned you mentioned actually yeah invite now we Lozon. haven't invited lozon yet who very well may be a mick i'm not sure we'll have to ask him <laughs> Just racial today. Sure. <laughs> and at least from Boston, right? He's what probably, group has ears like that? Uh, wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> People you don't fuck so, yeah. with. <laughs> It'd be cool to get Joe. Uh, I think Chiz is going gonna, is gonna to come no matter what we do or where we go. Um, hopefully we can get Taylor to come on at least one thing. He's missed like four or five things now and like 48 of these shows. So you never know. <laughs> um, he gets, he, he's, in, he's, in the, he's in the chat every day when we arrange these. We're like, Chiz yep, is missing the PKA show. this week. Not Chiz. I mean to say Taylor is. Taylor yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I had. Um, I guess I've told you, but it, I, so I think that this week we just we just used honesty. We'll try something new and say Taylor actually is moving this week, and he'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's happening. But then we can tell him all about your new business. Yes. Yes. Which I'm quite that, excited that, about. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but back to survival trip. So. I was talking. We were talking about this earlier before the show. I think it should be you, me, Chiz, maybe Joe, and maybe Taylor. So a potential five of us. But it would be great if we had a cameraman for this thing. If we could find some way to like get a sponsor to, I don't know, for it to be PK Adventures presented by Coleman Grills or Coleman Outdoor Supplies or whatever the fuck, you know. Then we could then we could pay a cameraman or something. I feel like that's what this needs. I feel like we need we need that guy that was the host. That was uh, the guest last week. You know, I. I think I, I, I must be PMSing or something because somehow this week I became sensitive to feedback. I was bulletproof for like a year. I just stopped caring. And, and it helps that all the feedback was really positive, right? Like PKA has been pretty good lately. Um, my day in the life videos have been really well received, etc. But then with the day in the life for paintball, again, mostly positive. Just a few people who wished it was GoPro. And somehow it rubbed me the wrong way because I did all vlog stuff for the first camping trip, if you call it that, right? The survival trip. And then they wanted more like GoPro-y stuff. So I did that and produced the best video I could with the footage I had. And um, no one liked it. It went really poorly. So I switched back to the vloggy stuff. And now I'm getting a little more, you know, people want a mix of it. It's a mix. I think it's got to be a mix of everything. Like, like I think the ideal paintball video would be 
um, would be just documenting every minute of the day, but also a lot of paintball footage. I, you know, I think people want to see that, the people who weren't there, and the people that were there. I think they like the idea of them being in the videos. So, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if, um, maybe if I added GoPro footage and did voiceover work for that part of it. Because one thing people don't think about sometimes is that GoPro footage has no audio. I've often thought audio. of doing commentary while I'm playing. Be like, all right, this, we're over here by the barrel. All right, all right, all right. Oh, there he is, there he is. Oh, shit, oh, shit. Oh, God, he sees us, he sees us. We're going to pop out from the left now. Like, I always For think of money, doing that, but I never do it. The outro of my paintball vlog was as good as paintball footage as you'll ever see. Right? It's me getting shot to fuck. Like, I am just blasted, and it hurt. And, like, I got shot once or something, and I've been shot... A time or two but there was a medic right next to me who just healed me like on the spot and then I got lit up so much I didn't want to be healed anymore and um, you now so that's and I had that footage and you could hear me like laughing and running and getting out of there and I'm like fumbling the camera it was funny to me it was perfect um, GoPro footage I think of is generally cloudy you know paint on the lens um, the audio is bad because it's inside that waterproof box um, I take the back off mine. I, I run it with the open th back. Does it? How does that work? I mean, not uh, how well does that work? I should ask. Fine, yeah, decent audio. You think? Oh, okay. Yeah, you can hear voice. Hmm. And my uh, my replay's got a, a it's a super low tech, but the windscreen is this little clear plastic disc that you just uh, there's a tiny hole that it uses a microphone. And you ha you know you either cover the hole or you don't, and it's uh, it's audio is pretty good too. Maybe I'll try that. Some people, there's a um, gun-mounted GoPro, but I think that's awful. People forget how often your gun is pointing at bad things. Like, it should be pointing at the ground most of the time, because otherwise you'd be pointing your gun at, at people. Mounted here is pretty good, mm -hmm. uh, but you got to be careful about where your hands are. I think that having the replay mounted right here is great, because you yeah. get all this. And I always use the, the Wi-Fi thing on my phone to make sure that, like, when I look down at my hands, that you're seeing hands. That it's, like, a, it's the first-person view that you want. It doesn't cut off and, you know, the left, the right, up or down. That you're seeing the full range that you want to see. Um, but I like this a lot. This is the replay. It's 1080p at 60 frames, just like this, uh, this GoPro 4 Black Edition is or whatever. Um, and this one's cheaper. And I, the, the fact that it's cylindrical makes it pretty good for like the helmet cam stuff and going on a barrel. That's interesting. So re with regards to GoPros, when I first saw them, I thought they're great except for the form factor. The form factor sucks, right? It's that box that's stuck on to something. It's awful. And But it was the only player in the market for a while. And then the contour came along in the replay, which to me seems very similar to it. But something about that GoPro box now... That stupid box is like the prestige one. And it's a big GoPro advertisement. When I, I can see a GoPro from 100 feet away and know that's a GoPro. I can't yeah. tell if you're rocking a replay or a contour, but I can tell well, that's a GoPro. I, I think it's just because you're not very familiar with the contour then. Because like, this, oh. is, this is literally a cylinder. Like, um, there's, no, there's nothing hanging off of it. Like, this part is a mount that'll just come right off here if I wanted to. So like, it's... It's completely a cylinder. Um, all the controls are... How's that different than the contour? The contour has a big thing that comes off of it. Um, like, it's, there's a block under here hmm. uh, where, like, I think the battery part is. It's a lot bigger. And they're out of business now. And the yeah. way the contour... It's got the lasers, and you slide the thing forward on top. And I don't know if they ever made a contour that's 60 frames at 1080p. It's got they probably didn't. I'm, I mean, like you said, they're out of business now. But... Um... Uh, also, the contour was never as good as the GoPro. I don't know how the replay and the GoPro s stack up, but the 
picture quality just, on the GoPro was always better than the contour. They're the same. Uh, you yeah. can't change. You can't tell the difference between the replay and the GoPro. Hmm. Not that one. Not those two. Maybe that's the one to get then. I don't know. I definitely I like, like it. it on I your like head. it a lot. Yeah. I, 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 one thing about the GoPro is the on-off sucks. Like it's. Ah. Well. I, I find you have to press it really hard. I want one that clicks like a flashlight, like a tactical flashlight. It says two buttons. Um, uh-huh. There's some more buttons in here that you can kind of go through to change to like you know diff- the FPS, the field of view, and um, mm-hmm. and the mode and all that stuff. But this is on. Uh, when you turn it on, let's see if I've got any battery. I guess I don't. But when you turn it on, it vibrates once, I think. And then you've got like four lights that represent the battery. The battery lasts all day. Where the GoPro I have to change three times. When you want to record, you press this and it vibrates like twice. And when you want to stop, you press it again and it vibrates again. And, it, and you feel it every time. So you get, and mm. you know, I'm always asking you guys, do I have three lights on? Okay, I don't? All right. So then I know the sequence. It's like turn it on, then start it up. Because I, I know usually if I'm, if I'm being a GoPro noob about it, then I end up with tons of footage that's just like, the camera was already running during intermission. Now it's, and, and you like, it, it ends with me going like, all right, we ready to do this? Good. Let me turn my camera off. And like, like that's what the footage is. You know what might be so. a clever idea? Um, if there was two buttons for on and off and two buttons for stop and start record. That way, I could hit on six times or five times or two. And I just know it was on. You know, I can. Um, yeah. See, this tur- it turns itself off um, like mm-hmm. uh, if you leave it on too long. So like. I never know if it's on or off, so I always have to, you know. But before I put it on, I just look down and make sure. But it's, it's a good for that. There's one where you put your hand up and you know, you know, if it's doing its thing. That's the contour. Yeah, it's mm. got the lasers. And this one, you can see it as long as it's not mounted to your head. But like getting set up to film those things is more trouble than than I think people <laughs> credit for because it's like, all right, my mask is on, my helmet uh, camera is on, it has batteries, it's charged, and it's actually recording. My gun camera's on, charging, recording. My air's on. My gun's on. The the my hopper's on. It's like I gotta flip like eight switches before every time before I start a game of paintball, and it's easy to forget and fuck everything up. Yeah. So I think we should have a cameraman for for this for any potential survival trip. I think if we had a guy out there who was like, "Hey guys, I know everybody's tired, but let's get together in a circle here and talk about what just happened." Like, I feel like that's what makes great videos. You need a guy who's like, who wants to, who always wants more footage. And I feel like none of us are like that. Like, we could all easily get tired and be like, yeah, I don't want to film this. I, I did a good job with my vlogs, I thought. I was filming that every few seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely so. I think it was like 13 videos or something I released. And I felt like I didn't miss anything. But, um, but it does seem like better yet would be that. Because it doesn't, well, at the time... You did, you hadn't shown your face, so that was a complication with regards to conversation. Yeah, I had my black box follow me around everywhere. <laughs> that was fun. Well, I brought up that black box recently for something. I forget what it was. Oh yeah, I said a thing that I didn't want to say. That's what it was. Yeah, and I, I needed to black out the um, lip reading. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never be too safe. Yeah. Oh, and that was your business, which we're going to reveal on Thursday. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, very um, exciting. So yeah, I think we should have a cameraman. I think it should be three to five of us on the trip. I think we'll make ourselves a, a t-shirt this time around. That's like PK 2015 t-shirt. We'll all rock that thing. Be, be, be huge nerds. Um, I'd like to go somewhere where we can shoot animals, cook them, and eat them, and uh, and you know have a temperate-ish climate so that it's I not think like I'm buying a new gun. 
I think that'd be so. I liked my survival gun. I think that my gun is good for that situation where you carry it a lot and shoot it a little, you know. And there's a place for guns in that. My my, my everyday carry gun, it, it's not that pleasant to shoot, and you can't aim accurately from a long time away. I think Kyle's gonna grab a rifle, um, but uh, or maybe not. But um, I want a gun, maybe a Ruger 10-22 with a scope on it. That's accurate, and I know that I can hit what I'm pointing at. What do you have? This is my M&P 22, mm. um, and it's basically an AR-15. This is polymer, uh, so this just keep in mind it's super light. Um, the lower, I actually, I think, yeah, the lower is 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 plastic on these two, and uh, it's really light. It takes a, a special magazine. It's not like a, I mean, it's a 22 magazine, but it looks like an AR mag. Um, and it's accurate, and it's an AR-15 that's a 22 caliber. Um, I don't know, threaded barrel. It works. I'm thinking like a Ruger 10-22 with a scope on it. The scope is a big deal because I the iron sights on that gun were tough to hit with. I thought. Yeah, you want a, you want an optic. Yeah, you want like a. Uh, yeah. You want like a 30 millimeter scope with like 12 power or something. 12 might even be more than I'm looking for. I don't nah, think you I'm, want. I've hunt. I've. I'm yeah, listening. You You're the guy who knows, but it you seems like it. you're not shooting that far away. With how do you know where you're shooting? You never know because I'm in the woods and you can't see that <clears> far away. Yeah, you can sometimes, but the thing is, like, it's an adjustable scope, so you just turn it down to you know three power, four power if you want that. But I, yeah. in almost every scenario ever, when I've been shooting an animal, I'm like, oh yeah, get it on up to 14 power. <laughs> I want to be able to. I really want to get in there and like hit the heart or whatever I'm trying to hit. I should bring that deep. 50 cal I can't shoulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So. I want to sh shoot that thing, yeah. It'll turn uh, squirrels into sludge. Into nothing. There wouldn't be anything left. Mist. They would it'll, uh, it'll vaporize the, them. Paint the area. So, yeah, that would be fun. I also got a CMMG 22 rifle. But, yeah, a Ruger 10 is amazing. And I got a bunch of high-capacity ca high mags I bought for those when I thought they were going to ban them once. So, uh, and I don't even own a 10 it seems so. like the Democrats have given up on trying to ban guns. Uh, you never know. Yeah, crafty Democrats, right? But like, um, I listened. Did you hear the um, Obama podcast? Mm -mm. So I'm gonna mess up the guy's name. He's Mark Warren or something like that. Apparently, he has a huge podcast, and I know that he's from Chicago. And Obama listened to him for a long time. I was gonna say before he's president, but I'm not sure about that. But Obama really liked his show, apparently. And, he, and Obama came on and did his podcast for an hour, just the two of them. And it was really good. Like, hmm. it, it wasn't all about... It, like he, When he goes on Fox, for example, they're really debating current policy. Um, when he went on this podcast, you got to see who Obama was. He talked about his childhood. He talked about his mom and his dad. Um, one interesting thing. So his father had a, a lot of really negative characteristics, right? Um, I think that he was he became an alcoholic. He became a wife beater. Um, that was the big stuff. But he had some positive characteristics. His father was really smart. That was a good thing. I guess he was a salesman. He, he, um, I don't know. He was charming. <clears throat> and growing up, they only told Obama about the positive aspects of his father. And he says that, like, I guess he internalized them. And, and it was kind of like, yeah, I've got that too. And he never sort of thought that his fate would include the negative aspects of his father because he didn't learn about them till he was older and he would, you know, became who he was going to be. 
and it was like, oh, that's a really neat idea. Like I would wonder who wrote that. <laughs> uh, you mean you think it's not his original thought? That's a great answer for why. For how about your dad being a fuck up? Well, actually, I didn't. You know, that's a, that's a really great answer for that. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I it is. Maybe it, it isn't. I it's a nice thing to believe. And sinker. <clears throat> I, I, um, he had a lot of positive things to say about his mother. Um, he uh, oh, they talked about how chilly was, and um, he's like, yeah, the closest he came to losing his cool was. Um, what was the the shooting massacre in with the kids got shot in like Connecticut or Massachusetts? Yeah, so I want to say Sandusky, but that's the that's where they coaster. raped the kids. They didn't kill any of them. And that's a guy's name, right? Yeah. Um, another one you're talking about the the the, the young children. They're like eight or nine or yeah. Even young, maybe. Yeah. And anyway, um, that was when he nearly lost his cool, and he's you know this is just ridiculous. He wanted to do something big about it. Well, that was when I bought my assault rifles because <laughs> yeah. um, I, I thought something might really happen. That's and, when I bought those high-capacity magazines I referred to. But uh, And he said that was his closest. But he thinks that you know, the reason he's got that chill, and, and love or hate Obama, he's got chill, right? Like we can all agree on that. He's like, it's a Hawaiian thing. I think that's the Hawaiian in me. And uh, he's like, yeah, sometimes I go back to Hawaiian and it just gets restored. He's like, something about Hawaii is just kind of like – it makes you relax. It makes you, you know, like stop internalizing everything. And it, the, the world seems grander and not, not so much of a problem. Mm. So he goes to Hawaii and he gets his chill on. Talked about basketball. He doesn't play as much anymore. He says that he was pretty cool. He's like, I used to be good. He's like, you know, I wasn't pro or anything like that, but I was a good player. Guy you'd want on your team. He's like, yeah, but over time, like... It's like the guys are nice to me. You know, they're nice to me because I'm president and they might feed me some shots and stuff. But in reality, it's like I'm that old man going up and down the court. I'm a little slower. Um, you know, he's like, I'm, he's, he's like, I'm competitive. I'm competitive. I want to win. It matters to me that I'm winning. And, um, you know, I'm just, just not that good a player anymore. Well, that's cool. That sounds interesting. Yeah, um, it, it was really... I, I could... And so I'm 42, and I can see the same sort of thing. But fortunately, the, you can go to leagues where worse and worse players exist. I want to play C-League hockey this winter. And uh, <laughs> I think in that league, I'll be a premier player. <laughs> and and, uh, and I should go beat up on people who, who fall without good reason. That should be good. Well... Where do you think we should do the survival thing? Do you think we should go for a, a particular environment? We should look for something convenient geographically. Um, should we try? To, should what should be the determining factor for where we go? I would really like a food, I th food and water. Um, well, of course, those things we got to have those things available wherever we go. But like, so for example, if we go to a farm in your area. Right. Like I'm just making this up. You've got a friend who has, you know, 300 acres and that thing has some land or whatever. Is there pig runoff in that water source? I worry, you know, like like is there chicken crap or pesticides or whatever? Like where we went. Well, shit, even that water might not have been that clean. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I did get poisoned by something. <laughs> no, we joked that it was the turtle seeking revenge on you, but do, do you know what it might have been? Do you think you arrived sick? or do you I think have it no was idea. The... I, no. I really don't know. Uh, I, I know not eating uh, since breakfast and, and, you know, 
running around up and down the shore and swimming and all that stuff and building the shelter probably wasn't a good idea. I felt really weak and shaky before, even before I got started throwing up, but I don't know. It should be warmer next time. I want to say the lows were in the 30s when we went. So it would be, that was like that night it was going to be, yeah, it was going to drop down pretty cold. Yeah. So I, I, I would like to be warmer this time. Yeah, I'll cuddle with Chiz for warmth. I, I think I'll I'll be okay. I do, I call Little Spoon. I don't want him mm. passing gas on me. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be fun. I, I think we should. I'd like to do something local in our neighborhood, unless there's something like out west that'd be really cool. Like if we, get, you know what I mean? Um, I will say out west. I, I this is gonna be ignorant because I don't live there, but I worry that there's less food. So when I went to Yosemite. Um, Altitude started going up, right? So, so I went and I hiked around Yosemite. And um, once you get above a certain level, you can't do fire anymore. I forget what it is. It's like 8,000 or 10,000. Well, we won't um, do that. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. But even worse than that, like they made it really clear that like you had to pack out what you packed in. And in my head, I'm like, <clears throat> you know, toilet paper dissolves and stuff. Like, it, is it that important that you pack out what you pack in? And it is because everything grows slower. They're like, you know, you see that tree that's six inches wide, you know, if like where I live, you can grow a tree to six inches wide in like what, five years, something like that. Like, it, you know, they, they swell up real quick. That's like a 50 year old tree on top of a mountain. <laughs> Those things, it's not getting much water. It's not, much, it's not snowing and raining much at that altitude. And things aren't regenerating. The whole ecosystem is, is like a slow motion movie. And, uh, and there's less animals there or fewer animals there. And, um, so anyway, we can't go to okay, well, no altitude. high altitude, no high west. altitude. Yeah. Um, but maybe there's some other place. I don't know. Okay. I would go where we were. I felt God. So where we were was a really like thriving ecosystem on one hand, right? It's covered with trees, right? The trees, every couple of feet. And when we wanted to chop down saplings and stuff, we didn't have to walk 10 feet away to find what we were looking for. There was just constant trees. There was a river stocked with fish. I could see fish jumping, even though they weren't jumping after my line. Cause I suck at fishing. Um, there were turtles all over the place. When we walked back, how many frogs did we see? Like eight? Yeah. That's, something yeah. like that. There are frogs all over the place, and they make for good food. It was great, except when I wanted. They were toads, to... though. They were toads. Okay. Yeah, I, I maybe know. I need to know more about that difference. I'm not sure. We're gonna eat the legs, so yeah. like. Do you think they were too small? Is that the toad thing? I think we. I think eight would be a great snack for me. <laughs> um, I I just. Where we were seemed pretty good to me. The only problem I had is I wish the water was cleaner. I don't fully trust it. I don't. It might have got you sick. I know I drank a lot, but I had Did filter. You? Yeah, I had. Well, that filter is that filter is great. That the filter it, worked. It was totally effective. Yeah, I'll drink any water you filter it. I mean, yeah, more or less. They yeah. People wanted us to boil everything we drank. You were asking no, too much. That's stupid. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. That's a terrible idea. It, it, like it, I think they have too high opinion of us. We're not actually survival experts. And my and our filters like filter out viruses. Like like we had legit water filters, so it didn't matter. Um Yeah, so we needed that. I don't know. I'm down to do it. I'm down to do it again for sure. Uh I'd yep. like a cameraman. We need to get a price. Chiz says that he's emailed thirty people, thirty companies, I should say. Yeah. And uh if we can get any kind of sponsorship, then we can fund a cameraman and we can make it a thing. 
That yeah, because be it because cool. it, you know it'll it'll cost more than you might think to to get a guy. You know he's going to be out there too. Um, theoretically, I'm sure he's you know I guess he's got a backpack with some Snickers bars in it or something. I don't know what the fuck, but like he's out there too mm. uh, with us for you know several days. So it's you know, have to pay somebody well for like all of their time for three or four three or four days. That's you know, especially if they're professionals. So I need to figure that out. But I think that would make the video so much better. Um, if we, if we had like organized videos and like, uh, maybe a couple, maybe a series, like, like, all right, it's day two. Now it's time to do this thing again. We did it on day one and we're going to do it on days three, four and five too. Like, that'd be neat. I really like the idea of this. See, you can do a like vlog style type thing and I can talk and I can even involve you, but it, I would like a long form thing where a camera runs for 20 minutes and we talk about stuff like it invite people into our world sure you know a camera on a tripod that lasts for a while that well, i mean just we could just do our thing and the cameraman could just th that's the that's the other benefit of the cameraman he could just be kind of filming all the time really i mean you just bring bring more cards and more batteries and he's just always recording yeah i look forward to it yeah i think i think we could do some cool stuff i think it'd be fun um i don't know uh I, I always enjoy when we when we like set out and and decide what what gear is uh, is uh, kosher to bring on the survival this trip or not. That's so... always <laughs> See, that's always fun. You have a talent, and and it is this. You you will be like, you know what? I think we should go out there with like thongs and uh, now you're talking. You know, maybe a knife, right? Thongs and 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 my. My, my trusty knife. Let me see if I can do this without hurting myself, right? Let's do this. And, uh, fuck, I did hold that backwards. <laughs> and, uh, uh, fucking messing this up. So, anyway, and you'll say that. And then people remember that. Like, yeah, Kyle likes to go on survival trips in, in just his underwear with a knife. And he likes to hunt sharks. And, and, and I'll be like, you know, let's be more realistic about this. I think we should bring a water filter. Um, I don't know, a paracord and and some more stuff, but they forget that you were actually campaigning for more gear than me. I, there was some gear in particular. I I think I wanted some cooking stuff. I think mm -hmm. what I wanted was, I felt like, um, you know, if, if we go through the trouble of killing something and like gutting it and preparing it, then is it really that big of a deal to like make it taste good? Like, can't we have a saute pan? Can like like, like <laughs> can I have some kind of a like a like a special pot to like cook this 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 uh, squirrel up in you know like that didn't seem like it was too big of a deal to just have a, a some cookware I Maybe think cookware the, the scenario should be we intended to go camping day camping and have a picnic and we get lost in the woods and stay there for a week with our rifles and well don't you bring rifles to your day camping picnic I do. <laughs> that was a really I, prepared picnic. I, I I don't care how we define it, really. Um, I always thought extreme camping was uh, was was one fun way to uh, think of it, but I really wanted to get away from the camping aspect of it because I feel like a tent necessitates camping, or or excuse me, that that camping necessitates a tent, and yeah. we didn't have a fucking tent. We, we had this not. awful shelter we built out of saplings. <laughs> it was crap. And and uh, I, I I was shocked there weren't any squirrels. Like like. Oh, that, the number one thing that has to be done next time is scouting the location. I want to be in there a week before we go in there and be like, yeah, guys, 
squirrels everywhere like like you know holding them by the tail like a whole bundle of squirrels like you know yeah squirrels everywhere we saw catfish you know there's saplings hardwoods pines small game it's gonna work that was the thing you were like practicing your squirrelmanship and it, it, you were sure you'd keep us in a steady supply of squirrels then i got out there and what seemed like a thriving ecosystem <coughs> i couldn't even find bugs <laughs> like I, I saw one bird <coughs> well besides that like big like stork like bird yeah. there was this tiny bird in a tree and i mean it was like beep, <laughs> beep. and yeah. i was like looking up in the trees like i'm starving and i like see him up there and he's literally this big if he's standing on my thumb his head comes to there and i'm just like <laughs> yeah. like Fuck it. <laughs> and I miss him, of course, because he's so goddamn small. And, and the like, gun Fuck! didn't have a scope. And yeah. No. It's, yeah. It, it's, um, that's a good. That rifle will be fine for shooting at people and like something this big, but it's really hard to shoot something this, this big, especially if it's 20 yards away because you've got like peep sights. You know, you got the hole in the back and the, people, the post some in the front. Kind of defense. I think if we were canoeing and it, like being waterproof and durable and stuff was a top priority. That'd be a thing. But this is a gun that's going to lean against a tree at the campsite. I've got a different idea next time. Agreed. Um, yeah. I, I think I, you want a good sight. You want to be able to hit mm -hmm. small things accurately at medium distances with whatever you take. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so that would be good. Um, I'd just like to go somewhere where there were squirrels, rabbit, or, uh, or, or you know, if there were birds, just like doves or... Uh, or something like that, some some other kind of game bird. Uh, I hate fishing, and I, I hated and survival fishing in particular is lame because like regular fishing when you got a rod and like all the good equipment that sucks. <laughs> but like when you're like bending like a tin cans uh, snap pop top to like make a hook and like relying on that and you fail, no, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do that bullshit. Lozon likes fishing. I, I think that should be his job. He was acting like fishing rods were so OP. Uh, we did not only did we never catch a fish, we didn't even find evidence that fish were interested in our hooks. Now it, it, it's river fishing versus uh, like lake or pond fishing, uh, and I'm I've never fished in a river before ever. I always fished in ponds or lakes, and you just kind of throw it out there, and you, it floats on top or sinks to the bottom, depending on what you're fishing for, and you wait. Like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do either. We asked for help at the store. They didn't really know what to do either, though. They were like, oh, there's all kinds of fish in there. Every kind of fish. Yeah. The kind, and we were like, well, which one should we go for? And they, they just sucked at giving advice. That was it. I felt like they were just, I don't know what the verbal equivalent of illiterate is, but that's what they were. It was like, you know, all right, so help me buy stuff, right? I need to go fishing. What are you fishing for? Well, food. Fishing for food. Uh, you know, which one is going to produce it? And, and they just, they couldn't say... All right, here's how I'd set up your line. You need this as a floater, this is a sinker, this is your bait, and you know that I think if you cast this, you'll start catching stuff. They couldn't say that. Well, I I'll be honest, I, I thought you were making a big mistake asking them for help anyway. It was clear early they didn't. She was just like stumbling around back there and she it, she it was it was like she thought that you were asking for like the basics of setting up a fishing rod or like how fishing works. And instead, we were like so is this the time of the year that the brown trout are moving in and we need this number seven hook? And do the brown trout really like those red flailing uh, like toad 
lures because like that's what I needed. I need some shit like that. Like yeah, yeah. All right. If you're if you're trying to survive, then you want to catch those like six to eight inch fi- fish. They're more plentiful than anything smaller or bigger. Mm-hmm. This is the setup. This is the gear setup for you. But but they're fucking dumb hillbillies. So like, they're incapable of doing anything like that. They can't look at somebody's issue and solve it. That's right. That's right. I yeah. Hillbillies. I was thinking about Terrible becoming money. a. What would happen if I tried to become a comedian recently? Whole new topic. I believe so. So being a comedian is two parts, right? There's one part, and this comes naturally to some people. They just, when they say a thing, it can be funny, right? Like, uh, Murka's this way. Uh, Murka will think of a funny thing, and when he says it, it's hilarious. But I feel like Murka can say a thing that's not funny, and it's still hilarious. You know, the, the example I use is like, I, well, I had this guy on my college swim team who was like this. He told the story of waiting too long in a Wendy's drive through and we were all rolling. It was hilarious. That's not a funny story by itself. Instead, it was just his pauses and in inflection was perfect. And it always was. That was like his gift. Merka has that gift too. The other part of the gift is the craftsmanship of making a routine, right? Like you get a bit, I, I forget what the, the verbiage is, right? But the... You write funny lines, you try it out, you revise it, you craft it, etc. You know, comedy is this craft. Joe Rogan talks about it incessantly. And um, I suspect I could become good at that, that I could write things that are funny. But I don't know if I'll ever be the guy who says things that are funny. Like, I'm, I'm normal person funny, right? We're all funny sometimes. I'm even better than average in that, like, if I go to your kid's high school graduation party... I might be the most entertaining guy there. Who knows, right? But I've got a shot at that. Um, it's all this beeping. Um, mm. I think my wife is reinstalling a fire and, uh, alarm. Anyway, because she cooked and it wouldn't stop going. So, uh, <laughs> as it does, <laughs> as like always. And uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, if I find myself in a regular engagement, you know, we went to a, a party or something, I talk about my job and what I do or whatever, and like a, a little crowd will gather, and it's it's fun. I can be interesting, and I can be funny here and there, and it's cool. But uh, if I was on stage, I don't think I'm that good. I, I think that even if I were to steal somebody's routine, if I were to sit there and do Chris Rock's routine, it wouldn't be as funny me saying it. And mm. I was like, I think that's my limitation. I think that, you know, like sometimes even lines I come up with in PKA that I, I like, I look back and they're pretty freaking funny, you know, and people tell them to me and it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. But that was good. But it never gets the big highs because I don't deliver it like, like Merka and his nail gun comment like that. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how I got on to thinking about that today, but it was like, yeah, I think that's just who I am. Like, I, I, I can think of funny things, but I'm, I'm not the guy that to deliver them like, you know. Do you think it's the autism holding you back? It could be. <laughs> I mm-hmm. wonder if that's... Everybody's autistic. That's a thing. So um, you would... It, because Colin, Colin has gone through so much of this, like autism is a spectrum disease. Everybody has this. I can identify it in almost everybody, you know, like characteristics about them, uh, how they like being with people or don't like being with people. I remember um, when Colin was a kid, he's a little guy, he, uh, he, they called it fluffing, right? So if you gave him like 30 matchbox cars, instead of playing with them appropriately, he would like scatter them up. 
And they're like, that is autistic behavior. And we're like, oh, weird. Now that, that to me, he was just sort of roughhousing with toys or something, but whatever. And then later on, he started playing with them like in much more um, like organized way, right? You know, he's lining them up. He's, you know, these like traffic flows or whatever. And they're like, yeah, that's autistic behavior too. And it's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. It just seems like you just want to label him with that. Everything he does. And they're like, no, you know, that is too organized. That is not organized enough. Both of those are hints of being autistic. And, um, you know, it, it, there were lots of things that autistic. So Colin's always been very connected to people, right? Like, if you're sad, he cares. You know, if you're happy or whatever, if you're proud of him, that's a big deal with him. Um, if you're not proud of him or if you're upset with him, that's a big deal with him. Whereas oftentimes in autistic kids, they just don't give a fuck. Like they're, they exist in, in their own world. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you're sad, like, no impact. This is my problem. How, you know, and, uh, not even that. <laughs> yeah. Not even that. Yeah. You're like right. You have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but I swear like it, with the spectrum that goes all over the place and there's so many symptoms, I could find a little piece of autism in everybody. Sure. I know. And, uh, yeah, I think a lot of, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I'm not all there. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's more on the sociopath. Thing. Uh, I, I think you've said that before you've self-identified as sociopath. No, ah, uh, there's, I mean, on the spectrum, you yeah, know, right. Like, yeah, like well, it's I mean, a functioning kinder sociopath. <clears throat> you know, I'm not fucking Dexter. I'm not gonna chop you up or anything. I don't have a kill room, nothing like that. But like, um, I don't know. We we like went through the questionnaire, like the the of uh, you know, g gauging someone's level of sociopathy. Uh -huh. And yeah, sure. There's a few like uh, cult leader. Quite... No, nah, nothing like that. That's not even part of it. But you know, just it... just the way I look at things, the way I feel about people. Um, I'm just kind of a miserable asshole sometimes. Like I really get frustrated with other people if I feel like they're being lazy or I feel like they're just being stupid or ignorant or if I feel like they're just not like getting something fast enough and I and I and I hate slowing down to explain things to people. I, I hate I don't you know. Want to take the sociopath test? Oh god. Uh, yeah, all right. Come on, let's hear him. Uh, oh, shucks. Um Oh, okay. That's it. I'll quiz you. That's how we'll do it. Sure, this. yeah. All yeah. right. Um it's going to be 15 questions for the record. All right. Success is not... Oh, I'm sorry. So su success is based on the survival of the fittest. I am not concerned about the losers. Disagree, agree, or neutral? Success is based on survival of the fittest. I'm not concerned about losers. Hmm. Disagree, agree, or neutral? I guess I would agree, although that seems to suggest that I think that I'm, like, the fittest and, like... like uh, I'm more capable of uh, of survival or something, which I don't think necessarily is true. Like, not in a survival actual situation where we have to like fight for resources hand to hand or anything. But, but yeah, for the most part, I feel like you know, the harder working people should should do better than the less hard working people. The smarter people should do better than the stupider people. And I really don't care about, I guess, about you know <laughs> right. people I don't know in those foreign countries and stuff. Fourteen more. As you call them. I find, I find myself in the same kinds of trouble time after time. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am often bored. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, in today's world, I feel justified in doing anything I can get away with to succeed. 
Huh. Agree, disagree, or neutral. Yeah, I would have to, right? Like, like I feel like, you know, if there's some, like, box you can check and, like, tell a lie or something, or if there's, <laughs> like, you know, you, you just see, like, how our politicians and how the whole system's corrupt and everything, it makes me feel like, why am I playing by these silly rules when no one else seems to be? People, you know, some basic rules, like morality and stuff, but, like, for the most part, yeah, I agree with that. People who are stupid enough to get ripped off usually deserve it. I don't, I don't agree with that because I feel like uh, I, I know enough about the internet and how tricky it can be sometimes to know that, like, you know, sometimes old people just get tricked and they don't deserve that. Love is overrated. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Do you fail to learn from experience? This one's true and false. <sighs> false. Okay. Do you particularly care about how others feel? Uh, the answers on this are yes, not at all, a little bit. Do you particularly care about how others feel? A little bit. Okay. You've just hurt someone's feelings. How does that make you feel? This one is guilty, good, or I don't care. You've just hurt care. someone's... <laughs> okay. Especially if it's a stranger. Like If it's a stranger, like... like if, uh, if I hurt your feelings, I'd feel really bad. I'd be like, dang, I should have said that to Woody. Damn it. I feel bad now. That actually hurt his feelings. He's not mad. He's hurt. <laughs> I would feel terrible about that. But if, like, I don't know, I, there's a video where I'm making fun of a fat lady at White Castle, and I'm like, look at the hands. Like, yes. a bear. <laughs> I know the one. You're in a tank at the not time. Not even a little fucking <laughs> I hope she cries. Are you aggressive or cool-headed? The answers are aggressive, cool-headed, or depends on the situation. Are you it aggressive? Situation. Okay. Are you generally an anxious person? Agre no, I'm sorry. You are generally an anxious person. Agree, disagree, or neutral? Mm -hmm. Neutral. Neutral, okay. Would you describe yourself as a social person? Yes, no. I can be if I want to, sometimes. I can be if I want to. Do you often tell lies or say insincere things? The answers are never, sometimes, all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. It's how often do you tell lies or say uh, insincere things? Never, sometimes, or all the time? How often all the time. All the time I say insincere things because people want to hear compliments constantly. And so part of my deal is like I always find something nice to say to every person I encounter all the time, 100% of the time. Has anyone ever said something randomly nice to you and you thought about it all fucking day? Yeah. Keep doing that to people. Your life will improve. I'm going to switch up how I read these. The answers are never, sometimes, all the time. All the time. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I haven't given you the question yet. So maybe oh. it was a bad story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You Good have question. delusions or other signs of irrational thinking. Never, sometimes, all the time. Never. I don't have any delusions. Okay. I, I think I've got a good grasp of reality. Yeah. Not, not, not according to your scoring system. <laughs> have you ever been in love? Yes or no? Yes. All right, that was the last one. You calculating? <laughs> it says you are a sociopath. And there's a picture of Hannibal Lecter with the mask on. <laughs> That's the level, huh? <laughs> it says, um, we're kind of sorry and scared to say this, but according to the test, you're a sociopath. You probably already knew that based on your antisocial behavior and no sense of moral. Morals, it probably should say. Don't be angry, but you should probably seek help and guidance before you find yourself doing anything that can cause you and the people in your life great heartache. 
But hey, you'd be great on reality TV. <laughs> wow. I, I like the sociopath test. Yeah. Uh, Taylor's taking the same test. He's right with me. Yeah? Yeah, totally. I, I think it's just, I, I really think those are all qualities of someone who's at least above average intelligence and, uh, I don't know, has I'm, some level of privilege. I'm going to quickly take it myself. Um, let me see. Uh, success is based survival of the fittest, not concerned about losers. Um, all right. I find myself in the same kinds of trouble time after time. I have to agree with that. Uh, I'm often bored. Mm, agree with that. In today's world, I can justify in doing anything. Disagree. Uh, people who are stupid enough to get ripped off. Disagree. Love is overrated. Disagree. Fail to learn from experience. False. Uh, do I care about other fields? Yes. Um, you've just hurt someone's feelings. Make me feel guilty. You're aggressive or cool-headed. Depends on the situation. You're generally anxious. I'll agree with that. Describe yourself as social. Uh, can be if I want to. Do I often tell lie or insincere things? Um, I said never. Uh, you have delusions on other signs of irrational thinking? I don't think so. Uh, have you ever been in love? Yes. All right. Uh, calculating? I am totally not a sociopath. And there's a picture of a cute little girl with a flower in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're not a sociopath. What were you thinking? That you actually are a sociopath? You're one of the most sweetful, brave, and helpful people out there. You love other people. You always help others, even at a great personal price. And you always, will almost always have a smile on your face. What are you still doing here? Go out and take one of those, what kind of chocolate are you quizzes? <laughs> so, fuck. Um, oh. I expected to be more like uh, in the middle, like like there was some other one, but uh, but there you go. So I am not one of the smart people who was a chocolate. You'd be dark. You'd be dark chocolate, rich and nutty. Oh, I like that. Yeah. No, uh, I uh, yeah, I always uh, uh, end up pretty high on those those uh, sociopath ones and, and the ADD ones and pretty much every one of them like. Uh, I know my ex-girlfriend made me take all this personality tests, um, mm. the ones where you're like, I don't remember the uh, the acronyms, but you're oh, like INTF or whatever the fuck. Briggs-Myers, I think you're thinking of. Briggs-Myers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, like I would always come back with this like research that like they're, uh, you know, unfounding like the Briggs-Myers stuff as, as Poppycock because she's like, I see your, ex she would like look at my results and be like, oh, we're not compatible. And then I'd have to like do my own research. Like, <laughs> these guys say it don't fucking matter. <laughs> it's just yeah. like back and forth like that. I, I, so Cisco would send people to courses like this. You know, you're this kind of person and you're that kind of person. And I swear, like all you have to do for most people is tell them what they are and then they will become the most exaggerated version of that thing. And that's why they frustrated me so much. They like it completely seemed like poppycock. I like your word, but not <clears throat> based on any kind of research I've done. Based on my own observation, you tell someone they're an IJMT if that's even a thing, and all of a sudden they're the most fucking IJMT that you'll ever see. They're just like it says here that I'm kind of alpha, so all of you better start following me. And it's like, dude, you weren't like this yesterday, you asshole. Someone just told you you were, and. I was always frustrated by it. Totally, yeah. I, I don't. I don't like all that bullshit. 
Um, I don't like psychology in general, really. Um, Go but, on. Tell me more, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I, I feel like I'm really good at thinking about why I do things and what things mean to me and kind of doing that stuff myself. I feel like I'm good at it. I, I feel Taylor and I have talked about this. Like, like I, I feel like I'm good at, at saying, hey, why did you do that thing you did? That doesn't make any sense when you look back and observe like your choices here. You made a choice here that doesn't really make sense rationally. What do you think led you to make that choice? Why do you think that way? What makes you think that way? Were you afraid of this? Were you afraid of that? Did you just not like that person? Did you know? I, I'm I'm good at that. I feel like so I can look back at my own, you know, mistakes, errors, whatever the fuck I did. If a, if a situation goes bad with another person, a relationship, whatever it may be, and be like, yeah, yeah. Why did you say that? Ah, you were just scared of commitment, or you know, whatever it might be. I I feel like I'm good at that. It's I don't interesting. need. Interesting. I'm also really introspective, right? Like I, I sit there and sort of self-analyze who I am, what I did, etc. But my voice is different. It's always, did you meet the grade? Right. Like I have a high standard for my own behavior and, um, you know, like, like let's say I'm building something, right. Like doing carpentry thing. It's like, well, should I do this or should I do that? And it's like, okay, fuck face. What would you do if you weren't a lazy shit? Right. Like what would be the, how would you do this right? And then do that. Uh, if, uh, I don't know, like just always all the way through, like it's, it's never what's easier or harder. It's always what's right. And uh, that's, I, I sit there and do that. Or like, like let's say that, um, you know, I, I make a mistake in some personal relationship. Like maybe I lose my temper or something like that. And I sit there and think, all right, you know, were you right or not? Were you right? Like it, if, <laughs> if someone beats on you for four hours and you sit there and just like, try and wait it out, try and reason it, whatever. And then eventually you say, all right, enough of this fucking beating. <coughs> this has got to stop. We can't have this. It's not working for me. Then I, you know, even if it didn't work out like I wanted it to, I don't regret it. It's like at some point you are allowed to do that. You are allowed to punch back. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, my, my, the, the overriding like tone of all of this is, did you meet the standard that you should hold yourself to? So is it a moral standard, do you think? Or is it really just a work ethic applied to all facets of life? It holds both. It's, it's, it's a standard of excellence, right? Like I, I, um, I'll see other people. want something you can stand in front of and be proud of that you could say, look, I did this. No matter who was listening, you'd be proud to say so. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that, that it can be a relationship thing, like, you know, how you interact with other people. It can be a, a, a project that you've done. It can I feel be like I'm a lot. I feel like I'm a little nastier about the way I do things than you. I, I like that. That goes back to that one question. It's like, uh, you know, would you would you like do something immoral or something to get ahead? It's just like, yeah, fuck them. Fuck. <laughs> they cheat too. fuck them. Everybody cheats. Everybody's like it's like I was telling you about my friend who in another life had not literally another life, but mm -hmm. his previous career was helping a race car team in NASCAR cheat because he, 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 he was a machinist. He had all this incredibly fine-tuned equipment, you know, down to hundred thousandths of inches. And they just do anything they could to get higher gauge fuel lines like you mentioned, I think, or like, you know, losing weight. And it's just, he, he was like, yeah, all the top teams cheat. That's how we win. Some of the drivers are a little better, but it's all about the car. It's all about the car every week. That's why, like, the big names win, the big sponsors win. And the big drivers win because they got the money and they can cheat better. And I feel like that applies to every fucking thing. You see what they do in our, in our political system 
And even our, you know, every, every facet of leadership, our religious leaders seem corrupt, our political leaders seem corrupt. If they lead a thing, they're corrupt. Anyone who's in charge of a thing appears to be corrupt, whether it's the Motion Picture Association of America or it's the city of Chicago. They're dirty, like, every single time. So it's just like, yeah, I'll, whatever, I, whatever I can do. I, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't cheat on my taxes. Wouldn't do that because no. the IRS doesn't fuck around. But anything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, oh and, I, and if I look, like, if there's one mistake I made in business repeatedly like uh, that fail to learn from my mistakes thing i wasn't sure how to answer it because if there's one thing i do it's i get fucked sometimes you know yeah. I, I trust people who weren't trustworthy or or you know they they seem trustworthy and then they change teams and uh it's just like damn you know like this is it's a challenge it's uh it's hard so yeah and, and i think a part of that it, you talk about switching teams it, it comes along with like the nature of work we're in and also the the people who are in it seem to be really wishy-washy sometimes like in like standard industries like if we were at a sawmill and you were my employee like you're you work at my sawmill right like like you, you know it, there's no worry about you getting stolen across the street to the other sawmill like you agreed to work for me you work for me but like i don't know on the internet it's it's like there's a lot of that going on. It's it, it's hard to it's hard to take someone at their word over the internet. Even like to the smallest degree, if you're paying an editor to make something for you, you don't know that kid. Like like how many people scam people with PayPal and just run away with your money or or fuck you over, chargebacks, everything. So it all goes back to me saying that everybody is fucking morally corrupt. Um, hmm. I don't believe in karma. It's not a thing. Too many awful, awful, awful people do. Look at Donald Trump. He's killing <laughs> it. He's killing it. You believe in karma and that motherfucker's winning? I bet Come he's on. not happy. Like it, it's hard to say. He's got the hot wife and all the money and and all the popularity and that luscious head of hair. Like, what more could he want? <laughs> I, I just he's on his third wife, right? And and they get hotter every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he just reboots them. He's like, you know what? Weird thing happened to my wife. She turned thirty. Can't have that. <laughs> There's plenty more out there. Um, yeah. But uh, I, maybe he's not happy. But he strikes me know. as happy. He's just such a jerk. I feel like he's in, I feel like he's loving it. I saw the thing today that bullies uh, are are happier than other students, and they had like a, I don't know their their chemical uh, their brain chemical levels were were better and healthier and stuff. And I'm thinking like, yeah, Trump's a fucking like bully for life. Mm-hmm. He's he's been tapping into this shit since the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was he was born a rich kid. I mean, it, it, totally. Yeah, oh, he's awful. You know what I found? Um, so when he issued his evaluation, so when you run for president, you have to release these papers and they say, um, uh, whatever that, that you, uh, um, you have to talk about your net worth and your investments and things like that. He said that his name, Trump was worth 3 billion. And that's, that's three of the 10 billion in valuation. I don't know what the rest is, but, uh, I think his 10 billion valuation is very much in sales, right? Like that's, I'm not saying it clearly. It's a part of the myth that he's trying to put <coughs> forward. I felt like if he said, look, I'm worth $1.2 that a lot of people would be like, eh, minor league billionaire. Lots of people are. Um, but when he says I'm worth $10 billion, all of a sudden he's like bigger than Mark Cuban. But well, it's I don't know. I, I feel like he's got a point there that the, the Trump brand has its own worth that's... It does. Uh, that that is that that is immaterial. Like like just to be able to be branded Trump. Like if you stick Trump on the side of a building, 
I feel like it ha it carries more weight. It, Anything. It, whatever so, so, it's Years ago, and I was very much into cycling. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm excited. <laughs> I, was, I was very much into cycling, and he did an American cycling race. I, it was called the Tour de Trump. And they're like, Trump, you know, we get that you're supporting the sport and everything, but it seems like you're kind of putting yourself in the forefront. Does it have to be called Tour de Trump? Can it be Tour to America or Tour de East Coast or Tour de Appalachia? Why is it got to be Tour by to Donald Trump? What's that? Brought to you by Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Why does that have to be Tour to Trump? And he's like, oh, are you trying to lower the... Uh, let me just see if I can do my Trump. Are you trying to like lower your profile? Huh? You want this, you want this race no one to watch? Tour to Trump makes it bigger. And that was an awful Trump. I'll have to work at it. But uh, he's right. Tour to Trump is more interesting you, you put trump on something and you're like well this will be a show let's tune in that's that's what the name trump says to me he might wish it meant something else to other people it might mean this is luxury or this is premier quality he might think that trump water holds nothing but hydrogen and oxygen right nothing else nothing it's pure hydrogen and oxygen but uh to me i hear trump and i think you know Where's my popcorn? I want to see the show. I'm interested. It's better than Kardashian to me. But I don't know if it's worth $3 billion. I don't know either. It's yeah, hard to say. But uh, um, anyway, it's part I'm, of the evaluation. I'm really looking forward to that race. I saw Obama had made that crack. He was like, something about he's like, he's, he was, he's basically said that he could win a third election if he ran for it. He, he, <laughs> in, in the podcast, he mentioned something like that, too. He's like, I would be a better president next term. I would be a better uh, candidate next term. And he would win. God, the country's kicking ass right now. His own party loves him. There, there's an excitement around him that there will <coughs> be. You think Trump can't beat Hillary? Trump would. He's already beaten Hillary. And he's in a much <coughs> stronger position now. I'm saying Trump, but I mean Obama. Obama would, Obama would win this time. If, if America could have him a third time, they would absolutely sign up for a third term. I'm sure of it. I think the, the gay legislation passing was a, you know, he got a lot of credit for that. Um, what do you do? He signed some sort of minimum wage thing. Oh no, it was the salary thing. Like you, basically companies were making employees go from hourly to salary. So they didn't have to pay them overtime. And now they have to salary starts at like 50 grand or something like that. And like that, that was really interesting. He was able to just sign an executive order that meant that happened. And while the next president can just unsign an executive order, he does have to do it. He does have to take the hit for it. Like when Bush yeah. first joined office, first thing he signed is like arsenic is okay to put in the water. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Seriously? Like you literally laid an executive order that said you could put arsenic in our water supply. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he took a political hit for it. Small doses, Woody. Come on. I, you know, I'm down. <laughs> does it get you high? Tell me, does, it, does a little arsenic get you high? It keeps you healthy. It kills all the bad <laughs> stuff in the water. There you, you don't go. want arsenic in there. It kills stuff. Yeah, it makes your body tougher. When your body has to fight off arsenic, suddenly it's ready to fight off AIDS. Arsenic resistance. That's what, <laughs> I like that, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Obama would actually do really well this election if he had to run again. But he won't. Um, and he can't. I was going to say something else. Uh, I forget. He was saying, that, yeah, that he would be a better candidate. He would be a better president. And he's just got more chill. Oh, oh. Um, Trump said McCain wasn't a war hero. We talked about that a little bit. And, and he mm -hmm. was just taking a dig at the guy because the guy's taking a digs at him. He's like, yeah, he's not a war hero. All right, he is a war hero. He's a war hero because he got captured. I like people who don't get captured. That's about as close to the quote as you'll find. 
And he's like, no one wants to play the part where I said, he is a war hero. And he's kind of sarcastically said it, maybe. I don't know. But um, everyone came out and started blasting Trump for having said that McCain's not a war hero. Mm-hmm. And Obama made a good point. He's like, you know, some pretty crazy things were said about me. You know, that I'm not an American. That, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to you know, destroy Israel and this and that. And those people are pretty quiet when they say crazy things about me. You notice that? And Muslim, a communist, all Muslim, that Muslim, communist, Kenyan. Yeah, <clears throat> it, I said economist. You said communist, but you're right. Anyway, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I think Obama will go down in history much better than he's being appreciated right now. Sure, yeah, he's done a good job, I guess. Yeah, and, and I feel like he's got the right amount of, like, People mess around, he sends drones, and he gets some kills. But he doesn't go start land wars all the time like you know Bush did. He said they were going to stop looking at our phone records, too. Yeah. <clears throat> they've, been, they've been combing through them this entire time, though. So. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're just going just gonna to make gonna one stop. last backup. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we went through all of them, so we figured might as well delete now. So that's what it feels like. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, fav- he's done a good job. He did, you know, and he was he was following a pretty ridiculous uh, uh, presentation. So good on him, I guess. We'll see how the next one goes. I, I don't feel like there's anyone in I, you know who would win. Biden, I think, would win if he ran. Um, Maybe I don't care for Biden. I, he's so like I don't know. I just don't like him for whatever reason. He seems weird. He, he's got so many gaffes. He's always just doing something that that's ridiculous. Like being pervy with some senator's wife or something like being pervy, giving back massages to other heads of states and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah, I let it's Obama like, coffee, man. The Secretary <laughs> of State. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Obama say? Um, so you know that the pizza place in Indiana said they weren't going to serve gay people. Do you remember sure. that? Yeah. Uh, Obama is like, I like Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been a good friend and you know, associate of mine for seven years now. We've gotten really close. So close, in fact, that certain pizza places in Indiana won't serve us anymore. <laughs> That's, <fun>. That's, <laughs> fun. That's a good line. I like that. That's a joke I, like I would fun. make, I hope. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's... I don't know, but you know, I'm just I'm just not excited about Hillary. I can't tell you why she's corrupt, but I just am convinced that she is. And uh, uh, I like that. I don't know. One is it Rand Paul that's running this time, or is it uh, Rand? His son. Paul. Yeah. yeah right. it's, okay. Well, all right. So I guess him. It's, it's yeah. him or Trump. Uh, Trump just because it's so funny, dude. <laughs> if, if Trump, if Trump became president, I I think I'd like that. I think it'd be really funny. I, what would he um, do? He'd start a fucking war is what he'd do. I don't want that. I really don't <laughs> want that. Iran, you're fired. <laughs> like, it would cut to news footage of like rockets just fucking... <laughs> like, like, I, he'd, t- he'd turn diplomacy into a reality show. He'd have fucking... He'd have all those world leaders there. They'd be like... <laughs> I love him in, the, in my race. I love him in the race. He makes it entertaining. I love it. Um... But, like, someone asked him, like, hey, you know, I see that you're attacking people personally. You're releasing, like, Lindsey Graham's phone number. When you're president, is that how you're going to deal with criticism then, too? And he's like, oh, you know, like, uh, someone hits me, I hit him back. That's what I do. 
Oh, is that any better? Is Trump? I'm not sure. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's just like, wow. So he might do that shit. <laughs> Would it shock you to learn that Trump was like, you know what? David Price is not supporting me. Won't you call him yourself? 919 <laughs> <laughs> 4571293. You give him a call and uh, and let him know. And then I that- imagine like doing a press conference and he like he like <laughs> calls the he calls some other foreign world leader. He calls the leader of Australia or whatever. And it's like right there during the press conference, has him on speaker, just like hangs up on him during it. Like, I feel like he's that kind of a shithead. He's like, and that's how I handle diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just such a wild card. You don't know what he's going to do. But he might be good at negotiating too. I don't know. Like, I, I, is America good at negotiating? Are we? I, I like to believe that we've got like our you know, some of the planet's best deal makers. But another part of me is like, or not, or they're just government workers who are suddenly like sitting with China, like, well, fuck, I'm trying to get you to agree with me. How much does that cost? I think that's how it actually works anyway. You know, they're always coming. It seems like with those big, like whenever there's a, a confrontation between two, you know, China and the U S it's, 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 you know, it's currency manipulation. It's, it's South, South China sea. It's, it's the, it's, uh, uh, their stock market and it manipulating others. It's it, there's there's so much going on there that I feel like must be a it must be a real shit show dealing with diplomacy uh, on a world scale level. Uh, and, and I don't agree with the running of countries just like running a business thing. Like I don't really like that. I I know like I I run Woodycraft and I'm often trying to think of ways to increase sales. I don't want Trump thinking of ways to increase taxes. Like, you know, like, yeah, hey, yeah, we can just step up. We can even do better. Bigger profits, bigger profits. Let's cut the schools and raise the taxes. And He's more likely to enslave the Mexicans. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I could just imagine that some debate, someone being like pointing out how many uh, Mexicans work, you know, all these agricultural jobs in our country and like, what are you going to do when they're gone? But like, well, they're not leaving. We're keeping them <laughs> under Directive 47. All Mexicans on this side of the border will, will become property of the United States of America. Well, <laughs> I'm just waiting on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wall's not to keep them out. No. <laughs> Walls to keep them in. <laughs> going nowhere, Juan. You pick strawberries now, motherfucker. He went to some town in Texas and acted like he was risking his life. <clears throat> That's I was like, funny. it's a border town. Anything could happen. <laughs> he had his bulletproof vest on. That would have been funny. <clears throat> That's great. All right. Well, we're well over an hour. Yeah, uh, yeah. Painkiller nearly episode 50. I hope you guys liked it. <laughs>